0: Hello, how are you, man?
1: How
2: are you? It's good Hi to there. see Hi, you,
1: Peter. Hey, how are you? Very good. Good to see you after a few years. Yeah, a couple, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you got back from the camping trip in one piece. That was I was always concerned about that.
2: Nothing's changed. We've stayed together.
0: um it's good to see you we have uh peter mark jacobson with us um who uh, obviously did this episode of 90210 camping trip but has gone on to do so many really really incredible things most notably the nanny right uh so um take me back to this time period when it was i guess the 90s and how you got 90210, do you remember all of this?
2: Yeah, you know, I don't remember a lot of auditions, but I do remember this one because uh, 90210 was like the show to be on at the time as an actor. And uh, this was uh, for a guest role, uh juicy role. It was a big, you know, it was pretty big. And um, I remember going in and I remember reading, and most of the stuff I had done was comedy. Uh, and this wasn't a comic role. Um, so, but I did something funny in the, in the read where the woman I was reading with kept going on and on and on about what was going on. And I rolled my eyes, like, you know, a husband would do with a wife and, uh, all the producers, uh, started laughing and uh, I thought, okay, I, I hooked something here and, uh, they seemed very happy and I went home and, and I didn't hear anything. And I figured, well, you know, usually with guest roles, uh, they like to have a star, and uh, I was not a star. And they, you're usually in second position at that point. If they can get somebody better, you're out. And um, uh, a couple of weeks went by, I think, and I got the part. And I, I was so happy because, you know, it was a show people watched
0: yeah for sure and I mean I love all the comedy stuff that you've done you know all the I grew up on all that stuff too close for comfort and and facts of life and all that stuff so this must have been fun because and also though since I grew up on all that stuff to come see you like in the 90s on a show that I like was really awesome as as well to to see um what was it like kind of working with the cast here
2: well you know when I got there the um the dressing rooms, I'm sure you remember, um, were uh, all down one long hallway. It was like a, a frat house, basically, <laughs> and all the doors were open, and everybody was talking with each other. And you know, like that that line from Funny Girl, when when you're a stranger, act a little strange. It's like you don't want to get too friendly because you know you don't you're not part of the family yet. And uh, but the cast was really really nice and they were very welcoming and um, uh, made you feel very at home. And uh, I had a little dressing room, you know, along with them. I was very excited to do this. It was like a huge show and um, I loved to work. So at the time uh, that I got the part, I was I was thrilled to be there with all these people and there, you know, that I watched on television. I watched the show too, and there they all were, you know, and I was playing older than them and I was older than them. So, you know, but they were still very nice and helpful and and made you feel, uh, which I think is an important thing for uh, actors on shows to do, is to make the guest star feel as though they're part of the group. So it, it's a better scene when you start working. Chuck, do
0: you have any thoughts or memories on on Peter auditioning or any of the stuff we were just talking about?
1: Well, I, I, I do. I, you know, it's one thing. Um, yes, it was the, the, the show had know dramatic this this more than most of our episodes this one we saw as a comedy drama because there was a lot of basic um you know oh the, the it's raining you know you, you the beautiful weather no it's raining and and no the fire doesn't work and no the food is bad and no the, the boots were left at home and so we were you know looking at it, it to some sense comedy. so um and you know my wife was oriented to that kind of uh, Karen Rosen the writer was oriented to that kind of writing and and Jeff Melman our director was a came out of the half hour business this was his first one he was he was doing for us uh, and he went on to do another you know at least another dozen or so and um uh, over the rest of the the, the time uh, the five years uh, that I I ran the show but um. The, uh, the your your perception of the guest stars completely backward. We were amazed anybody was showing up, you know, to <laughs> guest star at all. And in our first twelve, it was it was, you know our our casting director getting agents like Roe Diamond and a few others to just keep doing us a favor by sending people in to us because, you know we we just didn't get that many. And it started to change around this episode. I mm-hmm. remember, wow commenting to Paul Wagner, boy, we really got a lot of good actors coming in for this one, and including someone whose whose name eludes me, but who became part of the Drew Carey world with um when when he did the the sketch show. He was one of the people in the sketch with Rain Brady and mm-hmm. that also was one of the people I think who auditioned for this role or at least for this episode. So um yeah so so uh but I do remember that it was a a fun audition, you know. And I think part of it is is that hey, we were now happening. Um, you know, we we survived. We got through the first twelve, and uh, you know, most of the, the 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 first season was okay. We'll give you two script orders. That that's your next thing, and then we'll give you um, two script orders and one extra production. You know, I mean, we 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 were just. It, would just, it was just, the minimum amount that we could be um, supported was, was how Fox was supporting us at the time. So all of a sudden we break through that, get through our summer episodes. And this is the first one um, between the Beverly Hills Beach Club and um, us going back to school um, to repeat our junior year. Yeah. <laughs> another story, but, um, uh, but anyway, you know, the one thing I want to point out to you, though, Peter, that I I don't know if you remember, um, because certainly the nanny, I don't think had been on the air yet. No, that um, Karen, who wrote this script, was in a graduate uh, school at UCLA graduate school of playwriting before she decided to leave the program early to go to UCLA law school. And her writing partner was Rob Stern.
2: I didn't so, know that at
1: all. Yeah, so Prudence uh, has Karen's career. <laughs> he always, always had the guy. They were a couple together, but mm. but certainly Prudence, well, if Karen's not going to write with me, Prue can do it. And, you know, and, <laughs> and so None of us saw Prudence then as, I mean, she was, you know, she had lines and she was just, but she was, you know, it was Rob's world and she was just passing through it. Now, before they became the team of writing producers and stuff. So I know that they were close to you because they worked with you guys and co. I believe co-created the Nanny with you, right? Is that right? They,
2: they developed the Nanny. friend and I created it, they developed it. Um, and uh, they're an unbelievable couple. We're still friends, which is, you know, uh, in this business, amazing. Uh, we worked together on that show for six years and or seven years, I guess, all together with the pilot. Um, uh, and, uh, because when we did The Nanny, um, we had not, I, cre- I co-created a couple of things, but I'd never run a show and, you know, they're not going to give, give me the run of a show when I've never done it. So they, for the first season, I, uh, they, they taught me basically how to run a show.
1: They, they came from the show. They, they, their two shows that they were most known for, uh, was, was Who's the Boss? And then they had their own show they got on the air called Charmed. that I think yeah. lasted for a couple of seasons. Yeah. But, um, who's the boss to The Nanny was the, was their one-two knockout punch? Yeah, And we were. Uh, and, and, and certainly The Nanny is uh, one, you know, and it, it's one of those shows that when you're going through the, the dial, you know, they're hitting the number, and all of a sudden you hit some random number and get some random network or something, and there's the nanny on television looking at you. It holds up, guys, it's it's funny. I I taught writing a little bit at UCLA and I used to just tell my people, you know, and, and it was, I'm more much more oriented you know, to drama than comedy. So I would just, oh, I didn't have much to say to comedy people about their series, except, well, funny is funny. And so, but the nanny, funny is funny uh, from top to bottom. So congratulations on that, Peter. Not
2: only for doing it.
1: Holding it up all these years.
2: Thank you. I, I took it's now on HBO Max, which is doing amazingly and and which, you know, we were so thrilled because now we're streaming on that too. Oh, and that's the
1: great. That I spend most of my time on HBO Max. So i yes. check it
2: out. Yeah, and it's without commercials and the original cuts. So it's it's like a different show than people are used to watching on all the other networks that it plays on. And you still but,
1: and you and you still have music on your show, they didn't cut it out?
2: Some of them they cut out, but most of it is still the original. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: capitalism. It's all <laughs> the same, ain't
2: it? <laughs> yeah, some of it has changed and uh um but we did some kind of uh, we did something when we originally got the music that I didn't understand what they were doing, but they said when the, when when we rerun this is going to be important and that's said okay. And mm-hmm. so for some reason we got protected in a lot of it, I think. Um uh but funny you said UCLA because I Took a class at UCLA to learn how to write sitcoms because I, um, uh, which I can't recommend more. Um, and right after that class, I sold. We Fran and I sold the nanny, and the woman that taught the class came in for a job. <laughs>
0: That's crazy how that works. With the woman. I'm... The woman came in for a job that, that was the teacher of the of the.
1: Oh, of course, oh, of course. <laughs> Yeah, You know, um, you're always looking for that as the teacher. Okay, can someone please rescue me from this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh,
0: Peter, I'm I'm curious when you were doing that work, like the 90210 and all that stuff, were you thinking about being a producer writer? Like, how did it come to you that that was going to happen? What what were you taking from those experiences? Uh, How did it happen for you, sort of?
2: When I was a kid... I wanted to be in show business. I wanted to do a sitcom. I wanted to produce sitcoms. I wanted to be in a sitcom. That was my manifestation, not knowing what it was, but that's what I did from as a kid. I watched them constantly. Friend and I watched them together. We, you know, ad nauseum pulled them apart. Um, and um, uh, I started doing commercials. She started doing commercials that led into theater. Oh, I did theater too. And then um uh she moved to LA to do a job, and I moved with her. And so I started doing episodics, and then I sort of wanted to be an actor. Um, but I I was um I hated auditioning, and I always thought I was gonna get fired, and I always thought I was gonna get cut, and I I I would get nauseous by the time it finally aired, where where it was, and I'd sell like an idea here and there, but wasn't interested in running or getting involved in it and finally i was driving fran so I'm nuts she said either we split up or you get at you become a producer and um because that you don't have a problem with that you're easy with that you don't get sick to your stomach if you don't get the job uh you're killing yourself so finally well i think i was doing a matlock or something and um well, that's
1: I, enough that's enough to drive you crazy
2: <laughs> just to remember the lines
1: i i worked i worked um with andy and um it's it's an entire chapter in the book
2: uh,
0: so, um, <laughs> peter sorry yeah
2: no no i was uh, i um um I, anyway i um i sold a a spin-off i i was involved in a spin-off of who's the boss with fran And then I sold a show to Dan Aykroyd, which was a pilot and then that same couple of months after that we sold the nanny and I sort of thought, you know, maybe I'm on the wrong side of the business, this is coming much easier to me and I enjoy it a lot, and now that this is what I do basically. I um, find it much more creative because you've got much more control over, over what it looks like, over what you look like. Everything, um, uh, you're kind of, you know, the, you're the producer. Sure. And- Although now,
1: now that I look at these, and um, I look at credits that they come through the, you know, the series credits, every actor is the producer. <laughs> you, can't, you cannot make a deal on HBO Max unless you make the star of your show the one of the producers. That that used to be the rarity, now it's the... So so you just were ahead of your time, Pete, that's all. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was... uh, I learned a lot working on shows. 90210 was a great show to work on, I'm not just saying that. It really was. It was very well-run. Chuck is, is a good... He's a nice guy. And when people are nice, they run a nice show. And I've worked with other producers that... Not so nice... Um, and the, the tension around is not good. You can't do a good show if you're like this, sure. you know? Um, uh, and nine zero two one one zero from the top down, I always say, uh, uh, it, it just, everyone was kind. I don't know what was going on behind the scene with the guys or anything like that. I can just do my experience with them. They were all really nice. They treated you lovely. Uh, And and that's all you can expect when you do a show like that. You're just a guest. You're there for a a small amount of time. They've got a lot to do. They've got a lot of lines to remember. You've got your one scene. And of course, the whole show (laughs) is about you. And um, uh, when you're finished, you go home and you hope it's not cut out. You hope that it's not sliced up and that you did a good job. And that was one of the best shows, uh, best experiences I've had on show. Two people I
0: want to ask you about Luke Perry, for one. Um, you did you did work quite a bit with him on this episode. Uh, what was it like working with the young Luke Perry in that time?
2: He was so kind and so nice to me. In fact, years later, I, I was um, when I got divorced from Fran um, uh, during the nanny. Uh, it was tabloid, you know, heaven. Uh, it did, they just you know all over the place. Tabloids of splitting up, and horrible things were written and. You know, um, I remember going to a bakery on Larchmont to to drown my sorrows in an eclair. And so that I, sounds
0: fun. Yeah, and, uh,
2: I was so like depressed and down. And I just was sitting there eating this, shoving this food in my face. And I look up and standing right in front of me is Lou Perry. who He uh, lived
1: in Hancock Park in those years.
2: And he looked at me regarding all the tabloid stuff. And he looked at me and said, it's not fun, is it? And I said, no. And he like patted me on the back. And, uh, and uh, it was just a kind thing to do. And years later, I worked with him on uh, what I like about you. Again, he was an actor, I was a producer. And I think I worked with him on something else also or recommended something. But I always found him to be really, really a nice man and a kind man and uh, hard worker. And, you know, when you're when you're in a show like Nine Hundred Two One Zero and you become a breakout teen idol, that's not an easy thing to go through. When you get kind of you know, one day you're invisible on the street and the next day you're you know, everybody's grabbing at you. It's hard to deal with for a lot of people. But I thought he dealt with it you know quite well. I say, just... uh, and I was just, I was, Go Ahead, Chuck.
1: Well, I just heard what I like about you. That's Jenny, isn't it? Jenny yeah.
0: Garth. I was just going to ask. That's where I was going. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go, no, go. no. I was going to say, well, you also had the experience of working with Jenny Garth, you know, on this. And then many years later, what was it, that experience like with Jenny?
2: Uh, Jenny was terrific. I mean, I directed her a few shows. I, um, I wrote for her in a few shows. Uh, she loved when you would give her certain uh, certain lines and stuff. She, she always giggled when she found something funny. Uh, I found her, you know, she's she's um she's she's not a clown like Fran is a clown she's a really good actress uh Fran is too but um uh Jenny um finds the comedy a different way I think um uh because what I like about you is her and Amanda Bynes basically their show and um uh I I found her a delight to work with and um uh you know, beautiful lady and sweet and kind, and showed up newer lines and did her work and was always on time. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> yeah, um, the show 90210 is was huge at this time, as you, you
0: you kind of alluded to. Did you get recognized from doing the this, the the episode?
2: Um, I get recognized here and there. Sometimes I think people don't know exactly why. Now with now um, with um, social media, I get recognized more. Uh, because of all the press that i've done with the other shows and stuff and uh um and some of the acting that i've done but uh i i i don't remember particularly getting recognized for that one um yeah but you know when you're in los angeles people just say the kind of point or something like that and you know have something in your teeth you know <laughs> right
1: Good. um nobody but even in los angeles they don't stop you walking down the street and say say were you with my waiter last night yeah. <laughs>
2: no, yeah did i go to school with you um yeah and i did a lot of tv commercials back then too and i remember somebody coming up to me once going, are you in that so-and-so commercial and i said yes and he said that is the worst commercial <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> like people just feel like they can tell you
0: so you know, rude yeah like, oh, thank you that sounds like something would happen in new york you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it, man. I think this was a really good episode. The writing is really powerful on it. I think you delivered something really special um, in the scenes here. You know, the married couple. And I don't know if you were drawing from anything personal at that time. You know, in this sort of young couple that runs into the nine, You know, to the kids at nine hundred two and zero. Were you doing anything like that? And what did you think of the material that you were given at that at that time?
2: I thought it was—it was like I said—it was—it uh, was a nice piece of material because usually guest stars don't have that much to say; it's very little usually. And um, this was a nice scene, a couple of nice scenes. And I remember, uh, you know, an actor tries to hook onto something, and when I, when my wife was sort of telling me how annoying I was in the scene in the audition, and I rolled my eyes like, "Oh God, I can't listen to this," and all the men in the room laughed. I clicked right then and said, "Oh, this is the character. You know, he doesn't want to hear anything. He's and that's what he's got to learn through the um, through the uh, episode. Uh, and at the end, it all works out. But um, uh, it's interesting because the best thing an actor can do is listen." Mm-hmm. And I really didn't plan on doing it, but she was annoying me and I was listening to her and I just like rolled my eyes like, oh God, I can't listen to her anymore. I thought, and they all laughed and I thought, ah. Got it, yeah. That's it, that's it. And if you, you're lucky in an audition, if you get that, I, I a small, quick little story. I, um during the writer strike, uh, while we were after the nanny and I, I hadn't acted in a while, but I got a call from David Rubin, who was a very, very, big casting director, well-respected. He said, um, Ashton Kutcher is doing uh, a movie and this part that's perfectly perfect for you, would you be interested? And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm not doing anything. It's a writer's strike. And uh, then I found out I had an audition for it. Now, I hadn't auditioned in 20 years, and I go to this audition thinking um, it'll just be me. And there's 20 other me's in the room, and I mm. thought, oh, why am I putting myself through this? And I go in, and I do the reading and I do this stupid little funny thing with my hand that they all started laughing with. And again, I thought, okay, got it, got what they're looking for. And I went home, didn't hear anything for a few days. And finally they called and they said, you got it. Remember the thing you did with your hand. So to actors out there, find that little something, doesn't have to be huge, something that can makes you different that makes you stick out. You might not get that part, but they'll remember you for something else. Totally, you mark and you stuck out because usually I'm sure Chuck you can, usually a, bit, a lot of actors come in and they're fine, but nothing clicks with you. And I think the reason I got this job was just the rolling of the eyes that made them laugh. And the reason I got that movie was because I did this silly thing with my hand. It's
0: really interesting. Very good stuff here, ma'am.
2: Um, okay. Uh, thank you so much, Peter,
0: for your time here. It's awesome. You've gone on to do so many great things. And we're just so grateful for for the work that you've done with the nanny with nine hundred two and all this stuff. It's really incredible stuff. Chuck, you had one more thing that you wanted to say, I think.
1: I was just saying, about, but I'll wait till we. Uh, why don't you go cut it off? And then I'll ask, I want to ask Peter uh, when we get off the-
0: Private question. Okay. All right. Anyway, thank you so much, man. This has been great. Thank you. Pleasure, Peter.